Hey everyone, welcome back to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I am Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and today is day 350 of reading the Bible together every day this year. Can I tell you something, friends? We are in the home stretch. We have 357 days of reading in this plan, and we are on day 350. It's pretty exciting, but also, if you are paying attention, then you know that means today we begin reading the last book of the Bible. We begin reading the Revelation. And this is a book that has long confused and terrified many a reader. (laughs) Um, And just a number of years ago, maybe about 10 or 11 years ago, I did a study on Revelation and and I realized, and I know that sounds crazy, 10 or 11 years ago, I was definitely an adult. Um, And I guess part of me realized this beforehand, but there was just this kind of a... a fresh revelation of the book of Revelation. Um, if you love Jesus, there's literally nothing to be afraid of. Nothing. As you read this, this book is a book of victory for those who follow Jesus. Unfortunately, there are a lot of hard things to read that will take place, um, but it shouldn't make us scared. It should light a fire of urgency in us to tell people about the saving hope and the saving um, relationship that of Jesus and what Jesus has done. So this book um, is believed to have been written by John the Apostle, so the son of Zebedee, the brother of like James, um, you know, sons of thunder, John. And um, he was um, most likely in a... Um, uh, in isolation, um, and was given a vision. And these are the things he sees in his vision. Now, I personally think that as we read through this, there would have been things that John would have seen in this vision that he wouldn't necessarily have had words or context to explain. And so he explains it the best he can with the words that they had. But like there, as we go through, I will, I will share my thoughts on some of those areas, but, um, I think that now more than ever before in all of history, we see we can begin to see how some of these things could possibly play out in reality. And so anyway, we're going to read the first three chapters today of Revelation, and we're going to read Psalm 40. Let's get going. The revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave him to show his servants what must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant, John, who testified to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, whatever he saw. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep what is written in it, because the time is near. John, to the seven churches in Asia, grace and peace to you from one who is, who was, and who is to come, and from the seven spirits before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth. To him who loves us and has set us free from our sins by his blood, and made us a kingdom priest, and made us a kingdom priest to his God and Father, to him be glory and, and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Look, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who per- who pierced him, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn over him. So it is to be. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, the one who is, who was, and who is to come, the Almighty. 
I, John, your brother and partner in the affliction kingdom and endurance that are in Jesus, was on the island called Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard a loud voice behind me like a trumpet saying, Write on a scroll what you see and send it to the seven churches, Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. Then I turned to see whose voice it was that spoke to me. When I turned, I saw seven gold lampstands, and among the lampstands was one like the Son of Man, dressed in a robe, and with a golden sash wrapped around his chest. The hair of his head was white as wool, white as snow, and his eyes like a fiery flame. His feet were like, fi were like fine bronze as it's fired in a furnace, and his voice like the sound of cascading waters. He had seven stars in his right hand, and a sharp double-edged sword came from his mouth. His face was shining like the sun at full strength. When I saw him, I fell at his feet like a dead man. He, had his, he laid his right hand on me and said, Don't be afraid. I'm the first and the last and the living one. I was dead, but look, I am alive forever and ever, and I hold the keys of death in Hades. I don't know why it's choking me up this morning, but man, Jesus is so awesome. Therefore, write what you have seen. What is and what will take place after this? The mystery of the seven stars you saw in my right hand and of the seven golden lampstands is this. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. The letters to the seven churches. Here we go. This is to the church in Ephesus. Write to the angel of the church in Ephesus. Thus says the one who holds the seven stars in his right hand and who walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your labor, and your endurance, and what you cannot tolerate, and that you cannot tolerate evil people. You have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not, and you have found them to be liars. I know that you have per persevered and endured hardships for the sake of my name and have not grown weary, but I have this against you. You've abandoned the love you had at first. Jesus, help us. Remember then how far you've fallen. Repent and do the works you did at first. Otherwise, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. Unless you repent, yet you do have this. You hate the practices of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Let everyone who has ears to hear listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Write to the angel of the church in Smyrna. Thus says the first and the last, the one who is dead and came to life. I know your affliction and poverty, but you are rich. I know the slander of those who say they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Don't be afraid of what you're about to suffer. Look, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison and test you, and you will experience affliction for 10 days. Be faithful. Listen to this. Be faithful to the point of death and I will give you the crown of life. Let anyone, this is like when we get, when people today, when the church, when believers get all upset and they're, we're going to be persecuted. Well, Jesus said to expect it and to endure it. There you go. Let anyone who has ears to hear, listen to what the spirit says to the churches. The one who conquers will never be harmed by the second death. Write to the angel of the churches in Pergamum. Thus says the one who has the sharp double-edged sword. I know where you live where Satan's throne is. Yet you are holding on to my name and did not deny your faith in me. Even in the days of Antipas, my faithful witness who was put to death among you, where Satan lives. But I have a few things against you. You have 
some there who hold to the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balak, who taught Balak to place a stumbling block in front of the Israelites to eat meat sacrificed to idols and to commit sexual immorality. In the same way, you also have those who hold on to the teaching of the Nicolaitans. So repent. Otherwise, I will come to you quickly and fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Let anyone who has ears to hear listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will give some of the hidden manna. I will also give him a white stone, and on the stone a new name is inscribed that no one knows except the one who receives it. Write to the angel of the church in Thyatira. Thus says the Son of God, the one whose eyes are like a fiery flame and whose feet are like fine bronze. I know your works, your love, faithfulness, service, and endurance. I know that your last works are greater than the first, but I have this against you. You tolerate the woman Jezebel who calls herself a prophetess and teaches and deceives my servants to commit sexual immorality and to eat meat sacrificed to idols. I gave her time to repent, but she does not want to repent of her sexual immorality. Look, I will throw her into a sickbed and those who commit adultery with her into great affliction. Unless they repent of her works, I will strike her children dead. Then all the churches will know that I am the one who examines minds and hearts, and I will give to each of you according to your works. I say to the rest of you in Thyatira who do not hold this teaching, who haven't known the so-called secrets of Satan, as they say, I am not putting any other burden on you. Only hold on to what you have until I come. The one who conquers and who keeps my works to the end, I will give him authority over the nations, and will and he will rule them with an iron scepter. He will shatter them like pottery. Just as I have received this from my Father, I will also give him the morning star. Let anyone who has ears to hear listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. Write the letter, or write to the angel of the church in Sardis. Thus says the one who has the seven spirits of God, the seven stars. I know your works. You have a reputation for being alive, but you are dead. Be alert and strengthen what remains, which is about to die, for I have not found your works complete before my God. Remember then what you have received and heard. Keep it and repent. If you are not alert, I will come like a thief, and you have no idea what hour I will come upon you. But you have a few people in Sardis who have not defiled their clothes, and they will walk with me in white because they are worthy. In the same way, the one who conquers will be dressed in white clothes, and I will never erase his name from the book of life, but will acknowledge his name before my father and before his angels. Let anyone who has ears to listen to what the Spirit says to the church, I'm sorry, let anyone who has ears to hear listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. Write to the angel in the church in Philadelphia. Thus says the Holy One, the True One, the one who has the key of David, one who opens and no one will close and who closes and no one opens. I know your works. Look, I've placed before you an open door that no one can close because you have little power, yet you've kept my word and have not denied my name. Note this. I will make those from the synagogue of Satan who claim to be Jews and are not, but are lying. I will make them come and bow down at your feet and they will know that I have loved you. Because you've kept my command to endure, I will also keep you from the hour of testing that is going to come on the whole world to test those who live on the earth. I'm coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one takes your crown. To the one who, to the one, I'm sorry, the one who conquers, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God and he will never go out again. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, New Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God and my new name. Let anyone who has ears to hear it, listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. Lord Jesus, please make sure I'm part of the Church of Philadelphia. <laughs> <clears throat> Write to the angel of the church in Laodicea. Thus says the Amen, 
the faithful and true witness, the originator of God's creation. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish that you were cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I'm going to vomit you out of my mouth. For you say, the rich, you say, I'm rich. I have become wealthy and need nothing. And you don't realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. I advise you to buy from me the gold refined in the fire so that you may be rich. White, I'm sorry, white clothes so that you may be dressed and your shameful nakedness not be exposed and ointment to spread on your eyes so that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and discipline. So be zealous and repent. See, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and will eat with him and he with me. To the one who conquers, I will give the right to sit with me on the throne, just as I also conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. Let anyone who has ears to hear listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. Oh, that's the first three chapters of Revelation. Now for Psalm 40. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he turned to me and heard my cry for help. He brought me up from a desolate pit out of the muddy clay and set my feet on a rock, making my steps secure. That one makes me think of the old hymn. He brought me out of the miry clay, set my feet on a rock to stay. He put a song in my soul today. Because the next verse says, he put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Jesus, let it be so. How happy is anyone who has put his trust in the Lord and has not turned to the proud or to those who run after lies. Lord, my God, you have done many things. Your wondrous works and your plans for us, no one can compare with you. If I were to report and speak of them, they are more than I than could be told. You do not delight in sacrifice and offering. You open my ears to listen. You do not ask for a whole burnt offering or sin offering. Then I said, see, I have come in the scroll. It is written about me. I delight to do your will, my God, and your instruction is deep within me. I proclaim righteousness in the great assembly. See, I do not keep my mouth closed, as you know, Lord. I did not hide your righteousness in my heart. I spoke about your faithfulness and salvation. In other words, it's like I didn't keep it a secret. I spoke about your faithfulness and salvation. I did not conceal your constant love and truth from the great assembly. Lord, you do not withhold your compassion from me. Your constant love and truth will always guard me. For troubles without number have surrounded me. My iniquities have overtaken me. I'm unable to see. They are more than the hairs on my head, and my courage leaves me. Lord, be pleased to rescue me. Hurry to help me, Lord. Let those who intend to take my life be disgraced and, confound and confounded. Let those who wish me harm be turned back and humiliated. Let those who say to me, Aha, aha, be appalled because of their shame. Let all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. Let those who love your salvation continually say, The Lord is great. I am oppressed and needy. May the Lord think of me. You are my helper and my deliverer. My God, do not delay. And that's it for today, friends. Be sure to come back tomorrow as we continue to read the Bible together. See you then.